Welcome to the latest episode of the Platform. Today, we're going to be speaking to Josh Nielsen. Been a big fan of Josh's skating ever since he released his section in Seven Rats, which was a Melbourne-based video. Came out around 2011, late 2011. Uh, since then, he's had a bunch of online sections out, and he had a part in Dom West's Vine Street Chapter 2. He has also been in China doing shows and was even in Scotland at one point visiting around 10 or 15, between 10 and 15 years ago. Uh, so bumped into him in person very, in, like, yeah, in passing. Um, but he stayed with friends while he was visiting the country. Um, Josh has been absolutely amazing for forever. He's really good at switching natural, great at park, really good on street. But until recently, he didn't actually have any sponsors. I thought that he was skating for USD, but according to his introduction section, he's actually only recently got on the team. So going to talk about that. Going to talk about his various parts over the years and his new section. Um, going to talk about when he was living in China, doing shows with Rob Kellett and what his plans for the future are, um, what's going on in the local Australian scene. And yeah, just find out as much about him as possible. Before we do that, though, cue the music. The platform, platform, platform. The platform, platform, platform. The platform, 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 platform. Right, I can't help but notice two things. First off, you you seem to have set yourself up for the long haul because is that at least five beers sitting there? Yep. Okay, <laughs> at least five beers there. Okay. Either either you're planning on making this exceptionally long, or you drink really fast. But I'm I'm intrigued to see which way this goes. All right. <laughs> Second, it is not that cold in Australia that it justifies wearing a jacket inside. <laughs> See, that's the, that's the problem we got like uh the house that we're living in right now is like one of those classic queenslanders so it's like really nice and cool for the summertime but in the winter man it's it's pretty brutal but i mean i don't, I don't really need this i don't really need this stuff i, I love got a when, heater on at the moment I, I love when australians refer to their their brutal winters that consist of it doesn't go any lower than like 10 degrees <laughs> That actually reminds me, how cold is it right now? How cold That's, is um, it in Scotland right now? In Scotland, it is 18 degrees, and we would refer to that outside as quite warm. Oh, yeah. I guarantee you there's people walking. If I went outside and went onto the main road, I would see someone walking past in a T-shirt. Oh, man, that, that just gives me the... Excuse me, the shivers, dude. <laughs> I always find it really funny. Like one of my partners, uh, like really good friends, is Australian, and she'll take photographs whenever she sees like foreigners in Australia because they'll be wearing like they'll just be wearing ridiculous clothes that don't match the season. Or she'll send a picture with like the temperature and it'll be like twenty five degrees, and it'll have Australians wearing like jackets and beanies. And you're like twenty twenty five degrees in Scotland is summer. That's that's you know. That's hit up the outdoor pool weather. 
Yeah, gosh, I re- yeah, I remember one of those summers up in uh, Scotland back in 2012. Well, <laughs> you stupidly decided to go to Aberdeen, which, you know, a- a- Aberdeen's, it's like one of the furthest north cities. Yeah, but, you know, I had my boy Lewis and Dan and like convincing me to come up and I was like, yo, I'm going to send it. <laughs> I just I, went up. I, I think they might have screwed you over a wee bit. Didn't it rain like the majority of the time you were there? Yeah, actually, it did. <laughs> it did. It wasn't that great. Because I was, I was out skating with Dan during the week, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I've got Josh on. He's coming on." Oh, because your part had just come out. Your USD part had just come out. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to try and get him on." And he was like, "Yeah, ask him, ask him about Aberdeen," because they were, yeah, they told me a couple of stories. So man, <laughs> yeah, they they told Aberdeen. me they were trying to they were trying to pimp you out to the the Aberdeen girls on nights out, and they were trying to be like, "Oh, like give, give him a kiss, give him a kiss. He's Australian." <laughs> Yeah, far, far out. I got I got pretty loose a few okay. of the nights with the with some of the boys there. <laughs> yeah, the clubbing scene too was um hmm. I don't know. yeah, it was different. It was different. It's it's yeah, it's a weird place. And there's a lot of bars and clubs in like really close proximity. Like everything's on the space of like two or three streets for the entire city so it's yeah if, if you go out for a night you don't really have far to walk from place to place so yeah it's, uh, yeah that's 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 good that's you, good. Can, you <laughs> can get messy pretty quickly yeah um how was wednesday night skate wednesday night skate oh damn usually i go every single every single wednesday night but for some reason yesterday i just i didn't go and i had no good excuse you you cancelled on me yesterday. You cancelled on me for Wednesday night skate. Oh yeah, shit. Busted. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I, I had the, <laughs> I had the intention of going to Wednesday night skate and then I ended up just it was a bit cold. <laughs> oh yeah. It was only like 15 degrees. It was yeah. I actually checked the temperature just now and it's eight. Eight. Oof, God. Rough. Better get Man, the gloves on. Get the gloves on. Yeah. Yeah, it's killing me. I've got like long sleeves on at the moment. <sighs> Finding it very hard to empathize with, yeah, with people in Australia when it comes to weather. No, just no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you just don't know what it's like to like deal with the heat that we get here. I've been I've been in Sydney during the summer. What? When? Oh uh, God, uh, fifteen years ago, sixteen years ago? No. No, maybe like 17 oh. years ago. I was like 20, 21. Um, Lords of the Rings, like one of the Lord, the last Lords of the Rings had just came out and it was so hot during the day that we went to the cinema to see Lords of the Rings just so that we could have air conditioning for three hours. Um, that's that's so, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's a good way to spend the afternoon, man. Lord of the Rings, three but, hours, but, man. I'm not really a sci-fi guy, but yeah, or fantasy or whatever genre that falls into. But yeah, British people were melting and... And uh, so, it yeah, I was, at, I was at Bondi for New Year's Eve one, yeah, and it was, yeah, it was very oh, even at night. I would at, night been... at night, it doesn't get better, it just gets like closer or like claggier or something. It's yeah, yeah it's more humid, yeah, and you're just sweating still, and it's like 12 o'clock, I mean, midnight, and you're like, <sighs> yeah, it just felt pretty much gross constantly, yeah. Um, so yeah, back to it seems like 
because I've been watching uh, CJ's Do The Thing Diaries and it looks like, because he put up a video of going to Wednesday Night Skate because you were there and Rob was there and it looked like there's quite like a big turnout for it. It looks like you guys have got quite a, a decent like local yeah, scene. Yeah, there was quite a lot of us that, that particular Wednesday, I think because CJ was coming up. So I think we were like 30 to 35 bladers deep that's, just for a Wednesday night. That's yeah, that's a good showing. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was good. It was good. Is that like a is that a regular thing to have that many people or? Uh, generally, yeah. Wednesday nights in Brizzy, they 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 turn out pretty well. It's uh, anywhere b- between fifteen and twenty, right? Fifteen and twenty bladers just like waxing everything up and like. I think we're all pretty like uh, tight with all the like skateboarders and like everyone who rides like scooter riders, BMXs. So like they know we're just going to session this piece of coping, these ledges over here. And they're like, cool. They're like one night a week, things are caked with wax and they get it. It's fine. They're like, right. You guys can have the quarter pipes. We'll, we'll take the mani mani pad and the little ledge and just, yeah, you, you stay to your area. We'll stay to ours. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. The the scene up here is really nice. That's why I decided to move up here. So, right. So you're right. I was confused about this because I, when I interviewed Rob, he told me that you live in Brisbane, but I always thought you were from Melbourne. Ah, yeah. Yeah. I listened. I listened to that interview and I was like, huh. Why do you think I live in Melbourne? I'm not from Melbourne. Because <laughs> of because of Seven Rats. Because I think that was like the first section I saw you in when it came out in like I don't know was it like 2011 or something that yeah uh, that's it yeah. who was it that made it Craig uh, ah, Craig Smith Craig Smith that's it yeah, um, Craig yeah, Smith yeah when that came out I just assumed that everyone who was in the video lived there because obviously it had Robbie in it and I know Robbie's from Melbourne and um, Andrew yeah. Plumridge and those guys yeah they're all from Melbourne but I think uh, yeah I just yeah, I went down for like a weekend or whatever to like uh, get some montage clips for the Seven Rats, and I afterwards, uh, <laughs> yeah, Craig was just like, "Hey, man, do you want a section?" And I was like, "That, that whole section was filmed in a weekend." Uh, two weekends. All oh, right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Still, that's that's productive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we got pretty productive with uh building was um give me a sec i just need to let someone in no worries oh yo robbie what's up man <laughs> <Pretty good. laughs> yeah uh, i took a lot of voltoran that weekend like voltoran rapid 25 it's like it's a kind of a painkiller to okay make your body not feel as much pain because i was i was eating it quite a bit just, <laughs> New spots, trying dumb tricks. You're you must have been in your early twenties then. You you don't need pain relief when you're in your early twenties. You're just surviving on pure energy. Yeah, yeah, I was in my early twenties, but damn, I like like bruised ribs and. All right, <laughs> was, yeah, fair enough. Okay. Yeah, I was I wasn't in a good in a good way. That's for sure. So you're a Mel, you're not a Melbourne native, but you're just an imposter that that managed to work his way into the video. That's what you're telling me. Yeah, pretty much. Because 
Australia is such a huge place that, like in Scotland or in the UK, for example, like everyone knows each other. Like everyone, if if you go to like more than one event a year or two events a year, you know everyone. And because it's such a small country, you can travel from like one end to the other by car in a few hours. Yeah. But Australia is massive and there's so much like dead land in the middle that just where no one lives. And all the cities are so spread out. Like, how? Like, are are the different scenes like connected? Like, are you guys close to each other? Because you wouldn't imagine. Plus, it's not that cheap to get around Australia. Like, like flying yeah, is expensive. Cheap. It's up there in price, man. So definitely, like, unless you get like an off-season like flight or yeah. something like that, you're like, oh sweet, it's only 150 Aussie dollars to like fly there and back. Without luggage, <laughs> yeah. So uh, like, it usually comes up to two hundred. So are, are the different scenes like like close with each other, like connected like that, or how does how does it work over there? Oh, he's got another one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the scene the scenes are pretty tight. I think. I mean, we don't really all we don't really see each other all that much unless there's like a contest going on, right? But um, I mean, a lot of us are like talk, you know, like talking to like Melbourne scene, Sydney scene, yeah. Even some of the boys over in Perth, which is like a six-hour flight from here. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. If if you were in the UK, you could leave the continent in like six, seven hours. So it's just kind of crazy that you guys are traveling domestically that far. <laughs> yeah, it's a killer. <laughs> yeah. It really is. I'm envious of like living in living in Europe and just being able to like, yeah, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go here. Like, yeah. Country hopping in like an hour or two. Yeah. Um, so obviously I saw a bunch of online sections of you. It's, I remember the one I remember most is the, I think it was like just called Australia or something. The one where you grind off the the construction thing at the end or like the bit of farming equipment or whatever the hell it was. The, I think it's like a crane oh, yeah, or something. Like, what's it called? A digger? Definitely or? not a bulldozer or a tractor. I got corrected every time I said it. I can't even remember but, what it's uh, called. Yeah, I but, can't remember either. But then the next section, the next big section I saw you in was Vine Street too. How did how did did you live in Sydney for a while, or did you just go and visit there as well? Oh, I'm I'm kind of kind of from Sydney, right? Like that's that's where I'm from. Uh, I moved I moved there when I in 2003, I believe. Yeah, about 2003. Okay, I've just been like living there. Went to high school in Sydney and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, <laughs> oh, okay. So I got kind of got involved with like, I guess I guess it was another another thing like what happened with Seven Rats in a way. Um, I had a bunch of montage clips for Vine Street Two, and then Dom just hit me up one day saying like, "Hey man, when are we gonna finish your section?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that sounds that sounds cool. I wouldn't, yeah, I'm, I'm king." <laughs> So I mean, when Dom gives you the call, you're like, "Well, I know this is going to look legit." So he knows he knows how to work a camera, and he's he's pretty good at the old editing. So I've, I've got confidence yeah, in this guy. Yeah. Um. All right. So did you spend a lot? Of, did you spend a lot of time like skating with the other guys, or was it just Dom you were out with, or how did how did the sessions work? Oh, 
Yeah, I guess I, I, I did spend a bit of time like hanging out with boys and stuff and having drinks and shit for like birthdays and crap like that. But um, yeah, I, I think I had like, my, it was like Monday, Monday afternoon sessions that most of that got filmed on. Right. Yeah. And he hit me up in like January, end of January or something to like finish off this section or whatever. And I think I only had like three months or worth of Mondays. So like blah, 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 until I moved to Europe for a year. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think that's okay. So that's when that would have been right. Because I was going to say, because there's a Scottish guy living in Sydney that's in the video, Alan Dick, and weirdly he's from Alan, just yeah. outside Aberdeen, but he he must have, so he was already living in Sydney when you came to Scotland. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's so yeah. He weird. asked me about that. Like, <laughs> why'd you go to Aberdeen? <laughs> he's like, why'd you go there? Yeah. There's hardly any street spots and the weather's terrible. Um, well, one of the best skate parks in the world, right in Aberdeen, outdoor, that outdoor one. <laughs> the one down the beach is it the one down the beach you know know. it's got like it's got like maybe like a an across and down ledge with like a bank and that's it you're oh you're talking about westburn park yeah maybe yeah like the the tiniest council park in the world right yeah they've extended it a little bit but it's still small (laughs) yeah that's a pretty tiny park (laughs) yeah but it was um it's good. It was good uh, hanging out with Alan and shit, especially like for the sessions. He was at like every every single one of those like Monday sessions. Okay. Actually, seeing like Alan's section come to come together after being there for like half of it, it was like pfft, such a good vibe. Like I feel like it's actually my favorite section in Vine Street. <laughs> it's quite funny because I'm sure that he. I don't know that he stopped, but he definitely skated a lot less for a few years after like he moved out there because he was hanging about with those guys when they were filming the first video uh just vine street and he didn't have any footage in that at all but he was at like the premiere and stuff and he was he was definitely hanging about with them then i just don't think he was he was skating that much but yeah it's so funny the the tricks he does in his section in vine street are literally the tricks he was doing when we were hanging out with him when he was like a lot younger like fakie backflips on street like transferring handrails and it's like so he didn't he didn't mellow out when he got older he just kept doing the same tricks on the same obstacles and you're like yeah it's just still still going hard man like, yeah you're like no one does that yeah so yeah it was i was i was surprised by the level of the skating and i thought yeah he's not gonna he's not still gonna be doing that stuff but yeah he was yeah it it was it was a good watch not to mention i mean little little tutor the dog oh Uh, yeah little pomeranian heart melts her okay man um him him, her don't know uh i was quite surprised when your u.s introduction to usd section came out because i thought you were already on usd because you've been skating aeons and carbons for like when you came to scotland I met you briefly at, I think it was Evolution Skate Park or something like that for like two minutes and you were wearing carbons back then. Yeah. <laughs> so guess. what's the deal with that? Ah, yeah, I don't know. Hey, I just, um, I guess I've been riding like USD skates for about <laughs> nine years now. <laughs> 
they, but, they, um, they finally noticed. They're like, oh, like. Yeah, I'm. I'm not too sure about that whole that whole business. Nah, it's cool though. I'm like, I'm just happy to be on the team now. What do you mean you're not too sure? How did you get on? Huh? How did you get on the team? Connections, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a little black book. It's actually quite a large black book, and there's a lot of contacts on there. I don't know if don't know if you know. I'm quite I'm quite a big deal. Now, who who contacted you and said, "Do you want do you want to ride for USD?" Well, I think. Well, I just like. Um, I guess when we were filming for this street section, like I didn't know I was going to be for an introduction at it. Okay. I was just uh, had like half of it filmed so far, and uh, I literally just did that like that topsail, the disaster topsail, and that and that Mizu in the same day. Right. And we were uh, drinking beers at at a pub afterwards to be like, yo, Rob, it's so sick that you've got like your clips. And Rob's like, yo, man, it's sick that you've got like those tricks and shit. And I guess uh, Robbie was messaging Oigan all of a sudden and, and <laughs> just like, yo, what do you reckon about Josh being on USD? And I was like, man, don't, don't message him that, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then Oigan ended up just being like, yeah, we've been watching him for a while and stuff. And, then he messaged about half, like an hour later while we were pretty tipsy off of a few more beers. And he was just like, the big boss man says yes. <laughs> and I was like, yo, really? <laughs> that easy. That easy. So what you're basically saying is the only reason you got on USD is because Rob Kellett pimped you out. Pretty much. Yeah. Right. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's just nice i just like the skates really that's it i mean i can tell you've been buying them for pretty much a decade but that's pretty that's pretty wild it's like you don't it's one of those like you don't ask you don't get mentalities because if if rob hadn't have said to eugen you know what do you think then yeah i don't know i guess i would just be releasing a <laughs> like just a street edit like yeah and no introduction to anything. USD would still have a loyal customer. You'd still be buying skates. So if you think about it, Rob, Rob's just cost them sales. <laughs> That's the weird thing, though. I was like, ah, shout out. Thank you, Head on Skate. Head on Skate's been like kind of supporting me with USD skates for the past uh, three years. Okay. They've, they've been sending you skates. Uh, yeah, yeah, they have. That's since uh, that's not cheap to send skates from Poland to Australia. Yeah, no, it's it's not. I really appreciate Miro. He's like he's such a G. I just met him. Uh, I met him at the Chengdu and uh, feast in Chengdu. Right, and we had a chat, and I was like, the I don't know. I think he was just watching me skate, and we were having a drink later that night. And he just hit me up, like, dude, if you ever need any more USDs, like, hit us up. And I was like. Oh yeah, and I messaged him like four months later, going, "Hey, was that a drunk talk or was it <laughs> legit?" And he's like, "No, I got you, boy." And I'm like, "Okay, sweet." Yeah, yeah. So, so about those skates, can I can I get those skates? Yeah, um, that's yeah, that's pretty wild because considering how much it must cost them to buy them, it probably costs just as much to send them to you. I'm not sure how much the postage is is and whatnot, but. 
Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that cheap. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Fair enough. So you're you're not riding for anyone else, are you? Ah, jeez. Or bleak. Like, I don't really know. I don't know. Like, who are you skating for? Anyone else? <laughs> I love how you're like. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know. Like, I, I guess it was like, like getting supported by Head On Skate, right? Also, it's like stay rolling. Obviously, that doesn't count. That's Rob's brand. That doesn't. You don't. You don't get to include your mate's brands as a sponsorship. He's just hooking you up. That's not. No. Okay. Shout out, shout out, Rob. But we're not. We. You don't get to call no, that thanks, a sponsor. <laughs> Although now he's your agent because now he's hooking you up with skate sponsorships. So if anything, you know, he's he's a handy guy to keep around. Yeah. yeah. He's my boy. Yeah. He's, uh, <laughs> I guess. Um. Other than that. I don't even know either too, because I'm always like rocking like bike club gear too, and I'm like, well, if if he's you know if if he's sending you gear, then that's basically you're yeah you're getting sponsored by them. Maybe. I love I, why no, why like, are you being shy about stuff. this? You're being so weird about this. Just like you either are or you aren't. But that's the thing. I don't know. Right. <laughs> I just don't know. Like I know for certain. I'm on the USD team now, which is sick. <laughs> I've been so juiced for the past week, man. Like, damn. Just telling everyone, you're like, hey, man, what are you up to? Oh, yeah, you're having a nice day? I'm on USD. Oh, yeah, man, that's just some terrible weather we're having. Yeah, oh, I'm on USD. <laughs> USD, man. <laughs> uh, Rob, no one asked. I, 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 you know, Rob, Rob, Josh, yeah. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm on USD. <laughs> Is that, is that how the conversations have been going for the past week? Sorry? Is that how the conversations have been going last week? You've just, you've just dropped it casually into, into every conversation you've had. Ah, not at all. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, just been, uh, I mean, if anything, just reading, uh, like some messages from people who've been really nice, like okay. who enjoyed the section stuff and, Ah, really, really flattering, really flattering messages where I've been like, oh man, thank you so much. Like, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people thought it was a long time coming because you've been putting out content, good content for years and you do well in contests. You show up at competitions, you can skate park and street to a really high level. So I'm kind of surprised. Has no, has no skate company ever approached you before? I mean, I used to be... Um... <clears throat> from like what was it from 2009 to 2011 late 2011 i was sponsored by like the distribution company in australia for razors right right because uh, yeah to, i do remember you skating like the blue sls before you started skating usd yeah okay yeah it used to be on the the razors hookup with you know ground control frames and right all that stuff but I don't know, just the shell sizing is a bit weird for me. And I tried on carbons for the first time. I was like, oh man, these are dope. They're like deshies with cuffs, man. I mean, they are deshies with cuffs. <laughs> yeah. They're renamed. I love riding deshies. Renamed deshies. Oh my God. Yeah. I, tr I tried, yeah, the original deshies a couple of times and was like, nope, not for me. I like I like my ankles, thanks. I'll I'll keep my, my limbs working. No. Yeah, but they got like, you know, the, the, the sizing of every skate is like 
their own sizes instead of like plastic skates. Great. There's like two sizes in one shell. Yeah. They, yeah, that kind of. So your your shoe your foot fits in it perfectly, but your ankle could potentially snap at any moment. Great. That's that's what I look for in a skate. <laughs> <laughs> So you just, so you, you kind of walked away from the razors thing then? Oh yeah. Yeah. I walked away from them after buying like some secondhand carbon skates for 50 bucks. Right. I was like, sweet. I'm leaving the team. <laughs> Fair enough. So what's, what's the deal with USD? Like, have you, apart from, you know, Rob being your manager and hooking it up have you actually had any direct contact with them where they say like what's expected of you or what you get in return or has there been any kind of back and forth discussion oh yeah i mean uh uh i guess who i'm talking with is like sam and eugen and like okay. e- emails and stuff they've just told me like requirements of like you know making sure to stay active on social media make sure to put out like two street sections per year while staying active on social media and like uh, also doing like promos for products okay yeah promos and stuff which is should be too shouldn't be too bad so if i i think if i wanted like some i don't know like some kaiser frames or something and like some sway boots and it's like yo like put a promo together or something like that or like some big wheel skates maybe right i think just make a little video and I'll hmm. I mean considering how regularly you skate putting out two street sections and you know a promo wouldn't be that hard although your presence on social media is pretty much atrocious let's be honest like you you you, you do not you're not active on social media <laughs> what do you mean I mean like I can look like for, there's times where I forget you're even still on social media like you're not like you're not that guy you're not like the guy regularly up updating stuff which doesn't really make sense because you could dig into the archives and literally put up like a clip a day from like old sections and that would cover you for a year alone at, at least a year Oh yeah, it could but be like, like here's my favorite clip from my Vine Street section. Just put it up, or like da 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 da. Like you, you could just you could go Throwback Thursday. Like skaters love Throwback Thursday for some reason. You you've got like a ton of footage for that. I don't know. Yeah, like you're right. I, I got I got a lot of footage that's just like sitting there. Like I did like a like a a ten day blade day challenge kind of thing. And I made it to day eight and I was just over it. I was like, ah, oh, I, I don't even care anymore. <laughs> I'm this. Right. And I had a couple people going like, where's day nine? And I was like, oh, you guys were paying attention to that? Uh, <laughs> hope everyone just forgot. <laughs> didn't, didn't think anyone would notice. Good. Um, plus, considering like you and Rob are good friends and Rob is active on social media like he's always putting on stuff like he's got a whole like system planned out for how he manages it how how do you two not talk about this stuff how is he not like you're slacking here this is what you need to do yeah that's <laughs> that's a funny thing because I, I used to be like not really active at all oh and like I, social media i know <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean after like vines after vine street 2 it was like that was it and like two years later it was like 
being in Tianjin with uh, with Robbie and like one of our other mates who rides BMX, Josh Curry. And they were like, dude, Josh, pump Instagram. Like this, use these hashtags and like just do this, this, this. And I'm like, okay, okay. My, my social media manager is like, I'll yeah. take your advice and don't start like just rolling through things. And I mean, it's not that hard to do when you're like living in a skate park. But exactly. Like you're, you're doing it anyway. You're living the life and you've got a personal filmer. Like, you hang about with Rob all the time. He knows how to use a camera. He can film you. And at the time you were in China, which is like a fascinating backdrop that your footage is going to look different to other people's footage because you're just skating in this either abandoned skate park and a fairground or you're skating like Chinese street spots, which don't look like anything else in the world. Like you had it all there. You had everything you needed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had everything there for a while, but um, I guess uh, not a lot of street skating got done in, in Tianjin in 2018 because we, we were just like doing that like rent a bicycle thing and not really skating, we're just exploring the city and stuff. And no, oh, just drinking lots of beers. I was about <laughs> to say, exploring the city or just getting pissed up all the time? <laughs> you know me too well. <laughs> But I think I think I did a better job at like um, uh, being more active on social media. I mean, recently, recently it's improved, but yeah, yeah, recently, yeah. Okay. Um, so you said like nothing, nothing really came out after Vine Street Two. Did you like? You were obviously still skating, but were you were you still interested in making sections after that, or like talk talk me through that? Like, what was the what was the mindset? Well, after the um. I had after Vine Street 2 happened after I finished filming for that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Damn, I, I I was like living in Copenhagen after that. Okay. For like a year. Yeah. Just like cruising. But it sucked because like I rough like I tore my PCL like three weeks into like living in Copenhagen pretty much. Okay. I was at the Roskiller Festival and I just blew it. And then that meant like meant like ten months of like no skating. Right. Was was yeah. this a was this a, a bleeding well on beers injury? Because you know, Roskilda, there's a lot of partying going on and then there just so happens to be two skate parks next to the campsite, which is a recipe for disaster. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, I, I guess I was uh I was skating the next day and I was uh, pretty, pretty hungover. Right. <laughs> and I, yeah, I was skating the ball and I like just flat bottom straight to my knee from the spine ramp. Okay. Like fell all the way straight to my knee and like had, I think, I can't remember who it was. I think it was like Bailey and Sizemore. They were like helping me get out of the ball. Okay. And I had Eric like giving me a piggyback all the way to like the, <laughs> To the first aid kid, I—I I mean, first aid tent. <laughs> that's that's a good story to have. Oh, the time a bleeding legend helped, yeah, helped him with injury. All right. Yeah, and then yeah, after that, I just spent a lot of time like not skating. Had a yeah. whole entire year off. And did, did you actually get it looked at, or did you just wait for it to get better? 
I love how you're getting table service. Table service while while doing a podcast in in the house doesn't get better than that. Yeah, that that is what I'm paying him for. Right. <laughs> but I did I did get it looked at because um, yeah, it turned out uh, yeah with uh, Dan the Danish healthcare system it's pretty sweet. It's actually really good. Okay. Had an MRI scan and like a bunch of free physiotherapy for like a few months after it finally like started settling a bit. So I started working towards that. And that's when I went to China, back to China in 2016. Right. <laughs> so what, like, what were you doing for the whole time you were in Copenhagen if you were injured and couldn't skate? Like, <laughs> what was I doing? I was, uh, Getting wasted. Getting wasted. <laughs> it's expensive to get wasted in Copenhagen though, because everything's so like everything costs a lot. Not not when you work at a bar. Ah, right. Okay. Now we're now we're getting to the we're getting to yeah. the crux. Yeah, of I was it. working okay. at this, this Australian theme bar called Banksy Up. Of course you were. Okay. <laughs> Making Australian cocktails and stuff like that. It was mm-hmm. it was a good vibe. It's a good vibe. <laughs> one of, what, what, one of the Australian, only Australians working there. What, what's an Australian cocktail beer with a lime wedge? Well, we we had like a like a macadamia daiquiri, like a macadamia mango daiquiri. But that doesn't mango. Mango, so yes. Mango macadamia, no. Oh, but you don't like macadamia. I mean, I, I, I'm just not entirely sure the two things go together. But okay. Well, they bloody do, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so you got mango daiquiri and they're like, yeah, it's, it's cold, it's nice, garnish very, very lovely. And you got like shavings of like roasted macadamia on the top. Okay. You know, just for that, like the, the essence, the smell. Yeah. Everyone likes it when their drink's crunchy. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so were you hanging about, <laughs> what were you about to say? No, I was gonna say like, don't you don't you like it when your drinks are crunchy? Because I'm, no. I'm a, my my sister in law the other day was like, yo, if you're gonna get this like hot chocolate, make sure to get these crunchy chocolate balls in the hot chocolate. And I was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, oh, I'm drinking, but I'm also eating at the same time. <laughs> it's like a chocolate milkshake, but only crunchy. Okay, I'll take a word for it. Um... So were you hanging up because Copenhagen's had quite a strong scene for a while, but what was what was it like when you were living there? Were you hanging about with any of the skater guys because because you couldn't skate or like were you just like separating yourself from that? Yeah, back then I was like I feel like I had this vibe of if if I'm not skating, I don't want anything to do with skating. Which I mean, that's like, fair enough because if you really want to do it and you're injured and I don't know, you, you can put on your skates, but it's just going to make it worse or get you hurt and, or you could roll it around enough where you get too much confidence and then you try something and then you wreck yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can completely understand that. Like, I've got friends that whenever they get injured, just sell all their stuff. They're like, I'm not, I'm not having skates in this house in case I put them on. Mm. Like, there was a few times I, I would- me and like man guys I was hanging out with was like Alex Popovich. I don't know if you've met him before. The name, but the name rings a bell, yeah. And like Jakob, and a few times with uh, like Christian and like Frederick and a few of the other boys. Oh, damn, 
yeah escape in my mind it was like almost feels like a lifetime ago like living there i mean it was that was it's like the better part of two decades yeah actually yeah 2015 six years damn six years not 2005 um so yeah like what that was a fair amount of time ago sorry that was like a decent amount of time ago so yeah like it, it will seem yeah um so how how did you end up getting to china then to do the work on the shows like do the what what, what are they kind of called like all all wheel sports shows or yeah like an extra yeah extreme sports show yeah <laughs> uh pretty much i have a mate um khalil he somehow managed to score becoming a manager of like the extreme sports team it's like right. it's like this sick dude from brizzy i met him back in 2013 that was my first time going to china <laughs> but it was like a two-month contract okay but i hit him up in 2015 when my knee was hurt and i was like yo man i want to go to china i want to go back there and like just enter the hyperbolic time chamber <laughs> Well, me and a few of our mates joke about it being because you're like just skating every day for six months straight. Yeah. Become a massive park rat. Like, but you feel good. But we pretty much scored it through um, my mate Khalil. Asked him and he was like, yeah, man, we'll get you there. And I was like, sweet. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. So, like, it must have been well paid or a good experience because, I mean, you kept going back. Oh, it, it was, that's what it was more about was just the experiences. It wasn't, like, that well paid. Right. You know, you're only, like, you're only, like, about nine and a half to 10,000 yuan a month. I have no idea what that is. It's about, what would that be, about, like, two... 2000 Aussie dollars a month or something like that. That's that's all right. Huh? For for uh, roller, for rollerblading, that's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah, when you think about it, it's actually not too bad and like yeah. uh, the the cost of living over in China isn't very much. So you can live your best life and still save heaps of money. Rob Rob was saying like you guys weren't even you weren't even paying for accommodation, right? Were you not living in these containers or something? Oh yeah, we were living in like a dormitory, <laughs> dormitory rooms. Right. So, Usually, a... <laughs> did it not just feel like being at uni? Like everyone's just I don't know, young and hyped up and got like money to like spend, and they're like, let's get wasted. <laughs> yeah, payday every month was ridiculous. Right. <laughs> you know, you're like. I'm going to spend so much money tonight. You like spend $40 <laughs> like in your head. You're like, but you've had the best night of your life. Yeah. Like, oh, man. Was, I don't was know, there, such a vibe. Was there ever any getting into trouble while you were over there? Cause obviously there's, you know, you've got a lot of foreigners in a country that you don't understand with rules that you may not necessarily be aware of. And then, you know, you're young and dumb and, <laughs> partying too much was there was there ever any ever any like scary moments in in that regard scary moments i guess um <laughs> oh man hey scary moments where i was actually like afraid well, not like afraid um, but just like you're like shit like that that could have been bad 
I guess I guess there was a time in to what 2017 or whatever where there was a contest in Lishui in the south and like I went down there and there was a Sam Sam Croft and uh, Daniel Gorman and CJ and like Nils and a bunch of a bunch of the boys were all there right <laughs> I was actually really afraid because like one of, one of these dudes uh, one of these random BMX riders from like Australia his name is George he, he like he like I guess pickpocketed a case of beer and uh, Sam and Dano they like took beers out of these fridges and like I guess a, f- a few of people like walked out with like beers in their pockets and stuff like that and I was like oh shit and like yeah <laughs> secure CCTV footage exists everywhere yep. so like that just got traced down they're like wait there's only six foreigners in leashway right now it has to be these people <laughs> And I was, I was so <laughs> like, sure, it was a good night. But the next day I was like, heap scared. Like, damn, am I not going to be able to come back to China? Are we going to get a criminal record? Like, I want to come back and do these contracts. And like, ah, oh, I guess I was, a, <laughs> I was a bit more scared than I should have been. But <laughs> yeah. Damn. I've heard this. That. I've heard this story. Sam's actually told this story before, and the guy, the BMXer that did like the, because it was a, it was like a beer bottle shop or something, and you, you only paid at the end, like the number of beers yeah, you had yeah. on the table, and apparently the BMXer that did like the majority of the theft just like fled. He just ran. He just ran. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He just peaced out. He left the city the next day. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, but nothing, nothing came of that, did it? Like, I think they just didn't. They just the the event organizers. We just had to like, we just had to write apology letters, right? And like, we are very sorry. Uh, we won't do it again. Kind of this and that and this, and I was like, hmm. right. Uh, I, I was I was thinking more along the lines of just yeah, cultural things that you accidentally fall foul of. Like, yeah, I got myself into trouble a couple of times in Korea by just not yeah not in korea yeah i lived there for a while and like you know you'd do stuff like i didn't understand how the turnstiles worked and because it was in like a remote part of korea on the train system and i couldn't read the instructions because they were because there was just no english anywhere so i was putting it in putting in and it just wasn't working and then the turnstile just opened so i just walked through it and then two security guards like jumped me because they thought i was like skipping the fair i was like i have like i don't know what's happening they legit and, jumped you like like they just like, like they kind of like tackled me and dragged me to the side and they were like shouting at me and i was just like i don't i don't know what you're saying did it and they didn't speak any english and unfortunately another guy came over and he was like oh like dumb white person like he just doesn't know what he's doing i'm like yeah dumb white person that that's me this guy right here yep. <laughs> so yeah got away with it and there was another couple of instances like that but yeah uh, I was thinking more like that, you know, theft. Theft is just blatantly breaking the law. <laughs> yeah. I, I drank some of those beers, so uh, they were delicious, though. Yeah, guilty by association. Um, so, yeah, so you, like, you've known Sam and those guys for years, but USD are only just hooking you up now. They're, they're slacking. Nah, I don't know. I guess, like, I'm... I guess there's like no team in Australia, so it's not like a like a 
like a thing. Yeah. That's what I'm I was not... once, yeah, that's what I was gonna ask you about. Is there is there anyone else in Australia that's on USD or any of the power slide companies? No. None. No, it's just me. <laughs> that's kind of wild. Yeah. Hey, kinda of, kinda of, if anything, it feels like an honor. <laughs> sure it might have been a might have been a while or whatever, I guess <laughs> like yeah. nine years riding for I mean riding on USDs, but that's the thing. Like oh <clears throat> I think I just got to a stage where I really didn't care about sponsorships. Like I was more than happy just paying for skates. Yeah. So, because I like. Them. <laughs> I feel I feel like that's the kind of general vibe in Australia as a whole because Australia throughout the years has always had amazing skaters, and there's there's people in Australia that you could argue are some of the best skaters that have existed. Like there's people like Ryan Arnold who you know, could be argued as one of the best street skaters of all time. You've got Gav Drum, who's incredible. You know, CJ Wellsmore, after he won Winter Clash the first time, the next year he was unsponsored and like searching for a book company. And if Seba hadn't came along, that could have been it. Like, you know, he could have just ah, been... Someone else would have nabbed him up anyway. You say that, but he was trying out different skates. Like he was trying out Razor skates. He was trying and like no one picked him up because it's so expensive to sponsor someone from Australia because flying them to any event costs a fortune. Yeah, that's true. So you kind of feel like Australia's got the talent, but it's being punished because of its geography. Like being so far away from everything makes makes it just such an unappealing prospect for companies. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with you there. <laughs> Definitely I mean, agree with you. There. Like Ryan, like, Ryan hey, Arnold was Ryan Arnold was amazing for so many years, and by the time hmm. Shadow wanted to turn him pro and give him a pro skate, well, he'd already been sitting on the sidelines for so long that he was just sick of it, and he was like, "No." Yeah, that's that's such a joke, isn't it? Like with the ah, should have had a pro skate way back in like twenty. 11 men yeah like, like that's that's when you should have had a pro skate like after that vine street section dropped because it was an amazing section that i've watched yeah many I, times it's it's not like it's not like he wasn't putting himself out there he was traveling to well he won he won asian x games didn't he or came second oh uh, no he he won asian x games bloody hell like Ice, I think because there was one there was one where he beat Haffy at Asian X Games I remember that and then he was at Hoedown and he, he placed well in that and people thought he was robbed at the Hoedown that he didn't win and he well, like because he was doing like yeah, 270 back backslide and acid both ways on that like high box at the high he, yeah like he's yeah. so it's, it's not like he's not come to America or come to Europe and you know stamped his authority there as well like people have seen how incredible he is but being stuck in Australia they're like well we're not we're not paying for those flights ah, man. sucks it's a shame I really really miss watching Ryan skate <laughs> like does does he still skate uh last time I watched Ryan skate was like uh what was it uh, the end of last year sometime Okay. It's like a big city cruise skate session <clears throat> right. with all the Vine Street guys and stuff like that. Ah, <laughs> oh. <laughs> what is happening? Oh, you want me to? He wants me to rotate these for 
what a guy. I mean, the idea is fairly straightforward. You, you take the boat out, you turn it around, you put the boat back in. Job done. Jeez. But yeah, he was like, he was rocking a pair of like Razor Colts. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't know whose pair they were, but he was just rocking them. Just doing like doing front twerks on a ledge and finally got to a flat room. And he's like, yo, this is my fucking jam. And I mean, he, he can tap dance on rails. Yeah. Yeah. He's incredible at flat rails, balancing yeah. and stuff. Main thing, because me, me and him actually like went to school like three suburbs away from each other. Right. Like the same age. I always thought it was funny because like one of my mates is friends with one of his mates. Okay. Yeah. Because I've had like a few different like, you know, like that. Just doing skate maintenance in the middle of the podcast, yes. multitasking. Oh, Andy gets a beer for his efforts. You know, this is, that's a good exchange. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you were talking about Ryan Art, but even Gav Drum as well. Like, Gav Drum is amazing. He's had the sections. He's had sections in Valo videos. He was pro for Valo, didn't get a skate. Now he's oh. on them. And I'm, I'm kind of disappointed that he hasn't had a skate on them yet because he got on them before Danny did. And, you know, Danny's an amazing rollerblader, but you would kind of think that because Gav got on first, maybe he would get a skate first, but that's not the way oh, it's man. worked out. And Gav if, is such an incredible skater. If, if he doesn't get a skate from them, I'm, I'm going to be pissed. Like, I'm going to put bets on Gav, ne- Gav gets the next first skate. Next? Okay. If he doesn't, then I don't want to put too too much high stakes up. But, uh, let's say uh, I would drink, <laughs> I'll drink half a bottle of tequila if he doesn't get the next pro skate. Oh shit! That's hey. Either way, that's a good deal that works out because if he doesn't get it, I'm going to start messaging you and being like, "I want to see the video of this. I want you to put a video up of you drinking half a bottle of tequila." <laughs> And it, yeah, legit, I will do it. Okay. <laughs> is that, is that your is that your way of saying game. you have some insider information that I don't? Is that you you know what's happening over at them? Is that is that weird? Oh, it's, it's the only one that makes sense. True, but them them have been quite surprising with their choices because you know they they gave Sean Darst a skate straight away. He was the first one to get a pro skate, which Sean is great, but it, it was still a surprise. And then you know given Danny one before a couple other guys in the team, you kind of think like more established people. You're like, that's so them seem to be, you know, going for the, going for the shock factor. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I guess you're right there. Hey, them skates, Gavs, Ballow for Yawks. Cause Sean Yawks. Kelso, Sean Kelso got put on them before Danny as well, I think. And Sean's not at a skate. Oh, I didn't actually know he rode. Yeah, them. he's, so he's he on the team. Like, I thought he was just jamming. He, you know, he was Sean Kelso things. I've, I've got quite an interesting story about Sean Kelso, actually. He was, oh, yeah. So he had the connection with Rosie's because they made the basement Majestic 12. And he was meant to be the next pro announced on Rosie's at Winter Clash. Not, not last year, the year before, like the last like real Winter Clash. Um, and he flew over 
And apparently somewhere between agreeing to be pro for them and flying to Winter Clash, he changed his mind and joined them. And I think the Roses guys were kind of surprised that like he didn't want to pose for any photos with them or they didn't want to make the announcement. And he was hanging about with Julio and the them guys the whole weekend. But everyone on the Roses team thought that Sean was going to be the next pro because apparently he'd agreed to it. So there you go. Damn, okay. A little bit of trivia. Because <laughs> I asked him about it and he just denied it. And I was like, no, I know it's I know it's a fact. I just want you to confirm it. And he was like, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got some insider knowledge, man. And you're just like... So I was like, I've I've seen the text messages. I know, like, I've seen the group texts. I I know you were meant to be on there. So what's happening? But yeah, he was he wasn't telling me. Um, are there any? So Australia's obviously got all these amazing skaters. Are there any skaters that you are surprised didn't become bigger, or you thought deserved to get hooked up, or deserved to go a lot further? Like, obviously, we've talked about Ryan, talked about Gavin. Are there are there anyone else like throughout the years or even currently that you're like why why are they not you know why have they not been given more respect or whatever? Oh, like Aussie bladders, or just world. I said Aussie, but it could be could be any. But yeah, like, okay, give me give me one Aussie one and one other one. I mean, I can think of I can think of one guy because right. I've been skating with him quite a bit, and we had a. Uh, we had like an Uftathon skate jam where it was like games of skates happening simultaneously. Like, yeah, it was like one big game of skate. And like the winner of that would like burst the next winner of this. And like, yeah. this guy named Sam Bradley. Okay. You would have never seen any footage of him. He's amazing. Such an amazing skater. <laughs> he like kills it on street and park, but like, I don't know. He just like lays lays low. Like, yeah, it's hard to explain. I don't know. So there's no there's no footage of him floating around. No, I mean he's got an Instagram, but it's like for his design stuff and stuff like that. Right. He doesn't really put up skate footage. The only skate footage you ever see of him is from like someone else putting it up. Maybe he's maybe he's ashamed. Maybe he doesn't want anyone to know. Maybe it's his his big dirty secret that he's a rollerblader. <laughs> he, he meets his non-blade friends and they're like, "Well, what were you what were you doing tonight?" And he's like, "Oh, I was just at the gym." Where did just where did where did you get those cut shins? Ah, oh, I, I slept slept on the slept on the the, 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 uh, the step up. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, where did you injure your elbows? Fell down the stairs. But yeah, try. Yeah, I would definitely say um, Sam Bradley. Yeah. Okay. And internationally, is there anyone whose sections you watch or like who you've met over the years and you're like, they are amazing. Why are they not? Why are they not on a pro team or have a pro skate or whatever? Who's who's made like, like the, the biggest impression on you? I feel like I've been watching a lot of it Instagram because that's where all the rollerblading content is. Uh, I mean, inline skating. Sorry. Sorry, guys. <laughs> inline skating. You, you're, if you participate, you're allowed to call it whatever you want. Okay. That's that's my theory on it. I, I think I really hate it when people tell other people what to call something they do. It's like if you do it, you've earned the right to call it what you like. 
Yeah. Call it whatever I want. Yeah. Yeah. So, I just have a friend that always corrects me on it. Nah, no, fuck like, that. Yeah, Roland yeah. Lady's like pointing at me, going, it's a, <laughs> it's a brand. Yeah. Brand, dude. Like, man, you can't be doing that shit. Yeah. But worldwide, uh, man, uh, I feel like a lot of the people who I have been seeing on Insta lately are all, all like hooked up. Okay. Yeah, I can't think of someone who isn't like hooked up. Yeah, but up, some, some, some people are hooked up, but then they're just getting like, you know, flowed or whatever. And then some people have been sitting on teams for years and it's just not going anywhere. Oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> Well, that happens sometimes. <laughs> like, there's people I can name that have been flow for like, like five to ten years, and I'm like, aren't you just bored of being like, like just get, oh, get, get free skates once in a while? And I'm like, aren't aren't you wondering why they don't think more of you? Uh, yeah, I can't actually think of anybody. Hey. <laughs> okay, I'll ask an easier question. Who was like, so you're obviously really technical. You can do like loads of tricks, switch and natural, which we've seen, as, you know, in Vine Street in your recent section. Who who growing up was like the biggest inspirations to you? Like who did you watch and you're like, oh man, I, I want to be able to do what they can do. Like they like that's that's what I'm striving towards. Oh, geez. Even when I was wrong, because I, I started skating Every- back in the I know, but every, ah. everyone remembers their first love. I mean, come on now. Like every everyone remembers who their who their heroes were when they were little, That's little hard, huh? dumb teenagers. Like, my first like DVDs were probably like uh, these Aussie DVDs that no one's ever really heard of called like Roller Vision two thousand four. Okay. Oh, those are those are later ones, right? I'm, I was hoping you were going to bust out Crank and No More Mister Nice Guy because those were those were the shit. Nah, nah. I wasn't around yet when like 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 thirty two one six was out and stuff yeah. like that. But I guess I was like, oh, and like this DVD sucks. With <laughs> don't have seen that one. Yeah, it's like uh, another Aussie blading DVD. Right. But I guess I I guess I used to watch a lot of um, just seeing clips of like Ian Brown and Hayden Watt, and, like Justin Buchanan. And uh, was who was was Hayden Watt Australian? Hmm. Right, yeah, like, this this came up in conversation because I interviewed uh, Hayden Ball recently, and I was like, "Man, I'm always getting you guys mixed up because there's only three Haydens that I've ever heard of in my entire life, and they're all rollerbladers." So there's Hayden Golder, the photographer from Australia, who's a really oh, yeah. and used to skate for Rims. There's Hayden Watt who had clips in the Mind Game video, and I think it was in Deshies. And then there's Hayden Ball, and I was like, I used to always get you two guys mixed up because Hayden Watt, Hayden Ball, Hayden Watt. Like, there's not, there's not much in it. Yeah, yeah. And how like many guys do you know? I don't know any guys called Hayden. So, like, it's yeah, it was really easy to mix them up. So he is Australian. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's Australian. How the hell I did guess, he end yeah. up in a Mind Game video then? He had clips in Mind Game video. I think he traveled to, I mean, like those actual spots that he had in the mind game video. I was actually watching Axel on the Machines earlier today. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like some of those spots are definitely like Melbourne spots. Okay. Huh. So I don't know. But I think he's traveled over to the States. I mean, he's you, definitely yeah. traveled to the States before and like got banked up some sweet street clips and stuff. 
All right. You've still not answered my question. So who were the who were the big inspirations when when you first started out? Yeah, those are like the Aussie DVDs. I'm I'm not I'm not letting you off. Like you're you're gonna have to. (laughs) Big inspirations, like people who I wanted to skate like, man. (laughs) You know, damn. This question shouldn't be that hard. It's not that difficult. Everyone remembers people they looked up to when they were younger. Uh, no, right? Yeah. Man, like, I remember watching, like, a lot of, like, Them Apples also. Okay. And, like, Amazing Eric video. Bailey. Eric yes. Bailey, like, one of my faves, man. And also, like, uh like that Mike Choli section in there too is just like yes. off the chain. Yeah. Like, I used to watch them apples on repeat, like all the time, and like watch like Bailey's third section, the secret section. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But constantly and stuff. And uh, yeah, I guess there's a lot of pro skaters who have been like, oh man, these dudes are sick and like really loving watching like their stuff. No, like, yeah, and then you, fa- you fast forward 10 years and Eric Bailey's giving you a piggyback to to the you know to the first aid kit and you're like man oh, yeah, I used to Eric, watch you Eric. used to watch your sections on repeat and now I'm riding on your back <laughs> <laughs> oh no that was my friend Eric Drew the, he's oh, from the that's not as good right I thought when you said like Eric Bailey and but, Stockwell but Bailey up, was helping me out of the ball right with, okay like, oh yeah, that's, remember right. that it, it would have been better if you're on Bailey's back, although he's a little guy, so I don't know how I don't know how, feasi- man. Don't know how feasible that would be. It's hard to go. It's hard to go past Bailey too, hey? Because like, I mean, 2006, was, man, he was running a train every yeah. contest. You know? When, Those, when, uh, when he showed up on the scene for the second time, because he was originally on Rosie's. Uh, he was originally on CST or Rosie's. Rosie's like back in the nineties. And I remember seeing like the odd clip of him, but when he came back on, on USD and then later got on uh, Valo, that was, he was just unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah. I like Valo two sections. Unreal. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, yeah. Hey Dave, would it be, would it be awkward if you're going to go to the toilet, aren't you? You're going to do yeah. a toilet break. That's what happens when you have like four beers in 30 minutes. Yeah. It's horrible. Right, go for it. Is that all right? All right, sweet, man. I'll be back in a sec. Yeah, sorry about that, dude. That's all good. So how many how many beers have you annihilated since since the start of this? How many are sitting on the table? Are those empty, the ones behind you? like two of those beers are my friend's beers <laughs> but they're empty yeah they are <laughs> and then how many are sitting on the table that i can't see there are five beers here okay eight going strong right this is the perfect time to ask this question then what what do you what do you dislike most about rollerblading what what annoys you the most about it right now <laughs> what annoys me the most about rollerblading Damn, hey. What are you actually like, annoyed? Oh, really? Like, really? This is still a thing? What? Like, because I've, I've got a bunch, but I, I want to know what yours are. 
you know, I feel like <laughs> oh man am i gonna get canceled <laughs> i mean they Save can't me. really cancel you. you're so far away that if they canceled you would you notice yeah, probably not i feel like um what do i hate most about rollerblading at the moment hey i feel like there's not enough there's not enough shit talking. Okay. It's too much positivity. Too much positivity. Well, I mean, they've just reintroduced Roller News. Roller News is back, so that could that could start swinging it back in the direction that you want things to go. I, know. I could be messing around. I don't actually know. <laughs> but whatever happened in constructive criticism, you know? It is quite funny that if you say you dislike something, you're instantly a hater. Even if, like, even if you give valid reasons for not liking something, I've always found that quite funny. Like, if you buy a product and you're disappointed by it and you say it publicly, they're like, "Oh, why are you hating on that brand?" Or "Why are you hating?" Or if you buy a VOD and you don't like it, and it's like, if you buy something, you instantly are entitled to an opinion on it. Like, if you go to a restaurant and you order a meal, and the meal falls short of your expectations. And like the waitress is like, oh, did you enjoy your meal? You're within your rights to be like, no, like I didn't. And here's why. As long as you're not being a dick about it and like being abusive, there's nothing wrong with saying yeah. that. There's definitely a fine line in between. Like, yeah. Like, no, like as long as, as long as you're constructive and you give valid reasons, I think it's perfectly acceptable. Like if you say, oh, I bought this VOD because such and such was in it and they didn't deliver or I didn't think that was their best skating or it seemed a bit rushed or you know there was no ender or whatever like those are all those are all legitimate yeah, things to like say it's, it's legit I, re I remember like putting putting stuff on getting stuff on like the the front page of roller news and stuff like that and there would be comments just like hating on my style <laughs> Like, man, what's up with this guy's arms and shit just flying everywhere? Like, or like other edits being like, oh, you know, like we made a parody, parody video called Pine Street. <laughs> Me and a few of the boys. Okay. I don't know if you've seen that before. I've but... not seen it. Has Dom seen it? <laughs> oh, Dom's seen it. Yeah. <laughs> what, what did he think about it? Oh, I remember him asking me about it and he was like, he was kind of like, so why 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 did you end up going with that name for the edit? And I was like, well, it was like that whole Battle My Crew Australia like like street competition edit, right? And see, in Redfern, there's like a big street called Cleveland Street, right? Or Cleveland, yeah, Cleveland Street. And on one side there's Vine Street, and across the other side there's another street called Pine Street. Okay. And I was just like. We were like cruising past it one day. I was like, you know what we should do? We should like, <laughs> we should call our edit this. <laughs> and it got like heaps of hate on Roller News. It was, <laughs> it was pretty funny. But I mean, you like take constructive criticism or people hating and you're like, ah, yeah, fair enough. Maybe I do move my arms a little too much when I'm doing grinds and stuff. Fair enough. Well, that's that's my next question was going to be: What the hell's wrong with your arms? Like, when are you gonna when are you gonna correct that? <laughs> Bullshit! <I mean>. We actually. 
I've been working on it, man. Look, just keep them, keep them down by your side, right? Pretend you're a penguin, right? Just any, anytime you put your skates on, pretend you're a penguin. Right? I bloody wish I could, eh? <laughs> it's just, it's hard because like sometimes I'm doing tricks that I don't normally do, and like my arms flail up. Yeah. Like, oh. Um, I'm with you on that. Every, every time I jump on any obstacle, my arms for some reason go above my head. I don't know why, because it can't help with balance. Having your arms up there does not help with anything. It's all in the, uh, I, I don't know what it is. It's in the core. Got, it's the core. You need the, you need the strong the core. core. Yeah. Yeah, right. Apparently. More sit-ups. More yeah. sit-ups. Crunches. Plank. Crunches. Bicycle. Yeah. Yeah, all that. Yeah, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> PT Josh Nielsen. Um, <laughs> so obviously you were in Wuhan when coronavirus kicked off and then you guys had like the terrifying ordeal of having to try and get from Wuhan back to Australia and had to be quarantined and you guys were on that weird little, what's that island called? Uh, Christmas Island. Christmas what Island. Is the weirdest thing. What a treat person. that was. Yeah, yeah, that sounded Actually, great. Actually, not that bad. Um, so since you've been back, like, have you been, have you been working or are you wanting to go back to China? Is there any possibility of going back to China? Like what have, what have you been doing since, since you got back to Australia? Since I've been here, I've just been, um, I mean, apart from drinking your body weight and alcohol. Uh, I'm not an alcoholic. That's <laughs> what I, I <laughs> Never said, I said it was, you know, social, social drinking. He says someone's yeah. about to hand him a beer right now. Three, <laughs> two, one. What am I paying you for, man? <laughs> what am I paying you for? What's going on? It's this guy. Can't find good help anywhere. Goodness, you know, it's terrible. <laughs> uh, but um, uh, legit, I've just been, since I've been back after the whole ordeal, ah, uh, just getting that sweet center lake, man, like the doll. <laughs> okay. I mean, uh, uh, there's been a bit of time where I've like gotten off of it, had a bit, <laughs> a bit of a. Did your friend just sorry. look at you? Did your friend just look at you and give you a side eyes to say bullshit? <laughs> no, he's just got, he's got something. <laughs> okay. But he's um. Thanks, man. <laughs> oh, you've, you've run it. Oh, last beer, last one. Last beer. <laughs> but I've been working like odd jobs with like some friends and stuff. Right. Doing like uh, metal fabricating or like gardening work. Or at the moment, what I'm doing is uh, cleaning bins with Rob. <laughs> oh, for his for his dad's company. Is that right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just. <clears throat> Pretty much like eight days a month or seven days. I can't wow. remember. Work, working we hard like, or hardly working, right? Okay. It feel, yeah, it feels like those doesn't even feel like work because they're just like chatting about shit and then we'll do a bit of shit, <laughs> do a bit of work, <laughs> cleaning shit literally. But and then afterwards, we'll be driving to another thing and we'll just have a chat about like this or that, skating and shit. And it's always a good vibe. <laughs> doesn't nice. feel like work at all so what are the what are the plans for the future then has there been any talk of you guys being able to go back to china to do shows or does that not interest you anymore like what 
Jeez. I would, I would love to go back to China, but right. I don't know. I don't know if my getting kind of old. How old are you now? <laughs> thirty-two this year. Ah, oh, you're you're all right. You know, thirty-two. is <laughs> all right. It's not that old. <laughs> yeah, I mean, wait, I got another seven, seven or eight months until I turn thirty-two. So, okay, it's all good. Yeah, I don't know if my body can uh, handle the, all the skating every day. Well, that's, that's true. That is, yeah, that is a lot. And all the all the liver punishment, if you will. Well, you know, if you're going to burn the candle at both ends, that's that's the price you've got to pay. Yeah, it's like... I don't know. I, w- I would love to go back. I don't know. Oh, gosh. Another hard question. Maybe this, I'm just—is this the dilemma you've been having in your head recently? Being like, do I, if if they if they ask, do I do I want to go? Do I not? Do I? Yeah, because it like maybe a, a couple months ago, if you're like, would you want to go back to China? I'm like, yep, no problem. I go there like tomorrow. But now I'm like living in a house that I just moved in here about two weeks ago. That's why it took me so long to get the the Wi-Fi. Yep, Wi-Fi up shit so it's so like a blader house that's what's changed you feel like you feel settled and you're like oh yeah i like i like yeah, this setup like, got my name on a lease <laughs> hang rent like an adult it's, it's amazing God. josh josh is all grown up he's he's you know he's he's taking this responsibility seriously these days it's taking a while <laughs> it's definitely taking a while hey <laughs> So if there if there's no China, if there's no China, what is what does the future hold? Oh gosh. I think I'm just gonna be uh hmm. you know, I've been going um I feel like I need to find something else other than skating because I've been putting a lot of my time into skating at the moment. All I'm doing at the moment is uh work, skate drink with friends i mean <laughs> i could think of worse lives to have yeah as, as long as you're enjoying watching, it watching watching anime and playing ukulele and stuff like that but i feel like i need to like you know get another like up my qualifications in life right did, did, you, ever, really did you ever go to like college or uni or anything or did you just finish high school and you were like nope done i finished high school but i also did like uh like secondary education afterwards right um do a like film and television degree okay like two years but i haven't really done much with it fair like had a bunch of camera equipment back in the day and then ended up selling all of it for for reasons okay (laughs) was that was that to fund fund the europe trip by any chance no Ah uh, yes, <laughs> actually, yeah. Right. Yeah, that that's exactly what happened. People people have a tendency to do that. They're like, I'm just gonna sell every single thing I own and disappear for you know a considerable amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> that's what helped me go to Europe back in 2014 and uh, had a blast and yeah. hung out with a bunch of peeps and re hung out with a bunch of good friends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. 
that's yeah there's worse ways to spend the money like at least you've got those experiences that you can be like hey have you ever been to europe and lived here i have hmm. yeah there could be way worse experiences like yeah. i don't know i could still have that like camera in my hand right now going like i've never left australia <laughs> <laughs> telling people to get out of my country and <laughs> yeah <laughs> for the uh for the dudes who've never left Oz, who yeah. don't realize how good it is outside of here. Yeah, yeah. I think I think there's that mentality. No matter what country you come from, there's people that have just never mm -hmm. left and don't understand. Yeah, the context of where they are and the, the pros and cons of it. Yeah. Um, so when are we gonna when are we gonna see another section out of you then? So you've had the USD introduction <clears throat> part. Are you and Rob working on anything else, or are you working? with anyone on anything with anyone else like what's what's going on hey rob am i allowed to say <laughs> is rob there yeah he's here <laughs> is he in the room he's in uh he's in an he's adjacent in one of the rooms place. everyone's okay. like jamming out in there like having beers and stuff all right you're like this sucks but I'm, um i'm in here i, I want to be i don't here. know if I don't know if I'm allowed to say it he might have said it to you on the when he had an interview with you but neon in line too yeah hopefully okay <laughs> hopefully it's going to be a bit of a jam so that's that's going to be out before the end of the summer right okay i'll hold you to that that's 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 oh sorry not the summer your winter um neon inline 2 is going to be out before the end of end of winter right by the end of winter yeah oh, yeah that's a tough one i think it's hard. two, it's two hard. months two months is enough both of you are hardly working that's you know it's doable yeah, but he, he's also a busy man. He's also a busy man. All right. And the other, other guys have like jobs. They have lives outside of rollerblading. So <laughs> I know like, I drill them every time for it. I'm like, what? You have a life outside like, of inline skating, dude? Why? Like, why? Me? Not so much. Why? Why are you doing that? <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully, um, you know, in line two, that's a, that's a thing. Okay. But I kind of want to put out a and another individual street pipe for USD. Right. Want to one up, one up the section that I just put out. So it was a bit like, ah, like I kind of liked it, but it was kind of like, uh, I feel like I could have had like a better variety or like more hammers, if you will. Okay. But, that's well, you know, I don't mean to hate on you, but you you foot dragged the hell out of that disaster topsoil. But you know, that's all, you know. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. switch foot. Okay, right. I'll I'll let it slide then. There was also a little bit of there, there was there was some stuff in there that we don't normally see from you. There was a little bit of like fucking around footage where you were like dragging your foot over the ledge in the middle of a lane, or you were like swinging on scaffolding in the middle of a lane. That I, I liked it. We don't normally see that from you. It's normally just tech, oh. tech, 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 tech. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> thanks. Damn, yeah. Feels like. I guess uh, m most of the time I'm always like what I'm filming is like, I'm like, yo, I'm going to be tech, do this, 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 this. But when I'm not filming, I'm just like having fun and like messing around. Yeah. 
And you I need to read was... more on that in sections. It stands out because, you know, there's there's loads of tech skaters out there, but there's not as many skaters making sections look fun and interesting. And if you can already do the tech stuff and it's safe, like that's that's your thing, you know you can do it, then surely it makes sense to experiment more with the other stuff. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. 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 I'm just so, uh, I'm just, um, I'm super juiced that. <laughs> Like uh, Rob James and that they were down with filming like some funky stuff where they're like, "Is this even a thing?" And I'm like, "Come on, man! Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the monkey bars. I'm gonna do the monkey bars and the scaffolding, and then I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna full cab royale the sledge." And they're like, "Cool, let's do it. Let's go." And like, totally cool. With like, instead of being instead of saying like, "Dude, what the hell are you doing?" They're like, "Yep, let's go." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like. That's what I like so much about like filming with these boys. It's really, you know, supportive, <laughs> no matter what the hell you're doing. Like <laughs> I'm going to do a swivel foot toe roll thing to like dark side. And like, okay, yeah, right. let's give that a go. Let's, let's see how it turns out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've taken up loads of your time. You've got two more. Oh, well, you don't have two more. Cause all those five beers are gone on top of the TV or whatever the hell that is behind you. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm obviously keeping you away from the rest of the party that's going on on Thursday night and Brizzy. Um, have you got anything else you want to say before we wrap things up? Oh, sorry, what was that? <laughs> I love I love how you just don't understand my accent. You're like, no, don't don't. Uh, it's just my laptop's really uh really quiet. I don't have speakers. <laughs> okay. Um, have you got anything else you want to say before we before we finish? Oh, jeez. He's like shit now. Yeah. I love you, Phil Moss. <laughs> I'll go with that. Okay. I think that's a good, <laughs> incredible nah, man. And, like, and just like a huge shout out to like all the Brisbane rollerbladers for just uh, welcoming welcoming me into the into the Brisbane scene. I'm really stoked about it. I miss a few of the I miss a few of the Sydney boys too, from time to time. Uh, just, a, just a few of them, just a few of the Sydney boys. The rest of them can go fuck themselves, but just I miss a few of those guys. You're damn right, Dave. <laughs> now all the Sydney boys are sick, but <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't really like plan anything out. I was just like, "Yo, what's I mean, up?" I, I don't, I don't need an Oscar speech. It's fine. Okay, yeah. And uh, thank you, USD skates, for making the best skates in the world. Right. <laughs> this, this is taking this is taking a dark turn. I'm I'm cutting this now. Um, nah. Right. <laughs> well, in that case, enjoy the rest of your night. And yeah, thanks for taking the time to do it. Cheers, Dave. Nice chatting with you, bro. All right. In a bit. <laughs> gotcha, man. Ah, you little ripper. Ah.